Welcome to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Each weekday, Dr. Crisp will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Crisp. Welcome to On the Way podcast. This is podcast number seven. In our last part of the journey on the way, we talked about Abraham and the covenants. And in chapter 12, we saw the covenant to Abram was introduced. In chapter 15, the covenant was actually cut. It was actually made with Abram. And then in chapter 17, the covenant is sealed with Abraham. Now, I want to say a word about this covenant. This is an unconditional covenant. If you'll notice in both chapter 12 and in chapter 15, God says, I will, I will, I will. You see, an unconditional covenant is a covenant where God says, I will do this, not based upon the person's attitude or actions toward him, but based upon his character and his choice to bless the individual and to fulfill the covenant. He did the same thing with David, where he promised David that he would establish his kingdom. Now, both Abram, Abraham, and David, in every way, broke the covenant, did not fulfill their responsibilities, but these were unconditional covenants. Whereas the Mosaic covenant, God says, I will bless you if you do this. I will bless you if you obey. I will curse you and I will punish you if you disobey. And so both the Abrahamic and the Davidic covenant were unconditional covenants. So back to the covenant. God said, I'm going to do this for you. And this is illustrated in the great blood ditch ritual. Now, I want to remind you also what I have taught you from the beginning, if you've been listening to these podcasts and you're familiar with my teaching. That is that the Bible is a Jewish book. It is written by Jews to Jews, primarily for Jews. And that every Bible writer from Moses who penned down these words in Genesis and the first five books of the Bible, the Torah, from Moses to John, who had five books in the New Testament, the last of which was the book of Revelation. So the entirety of the Bible, every Bible writer from Moses to John assumed, believed that the people to whom they were writing understood the language, the history, the geography, the culture, and the customs. What we have in Genesis chapter 15 is a cultural custom, and it is called the blood ditch ritual or covenant. And if you'll remember in verse 9 of chapter 15, God says, I need you to go get a heifer, a female goat, a ram, a turtle dove, a pigeon, and I want you to split them right down the middle, all except the birds. And uh, what they would do is they would cut those animals in two, and they would put half on one side, half on the other side, and in the middle, the blood would drain into a ditch. And then both people who were going to enter in the covenant with their bare feet, they would walk through that blood ditch, that ditch filled with blood, and their feet would actually be bloody. They would come out on the other side, and they would swear to each other that if they had to give their own life, they would do that to make sure that that covenant and that contract would be sealed, even if it took their own death. 
Well, if you'll recall, the Bible says in chapter 17 and 18 that Abraham fell asleep. He was so tired from working to try to do his part of the covenant. What God said to do is get the animals. Remember, he was in a desert country. And so as he he had to get those animals, he had to fillet those animals, he had to set them apart, he had to set up everything, and by the time he got that finished, it was already late in the day, and he was so worn out that he couldn't even fulfill his obligation to walk through the ditch. In other words, Abraham was weak in the flesh, and, and he couldn't fulfill his responsibility to even walk through the ditch. And so what God did is God, who is symbolized by this burning torch and oven, uh, this flame of fire, as God is represented often in the scripture, he walked through that alone. Now, what does that say to us? What that says to us is the same thing it said to Abraham. Abraham was not able to fulfill even his part of the covenant. And so God, by walking through that blood ditch alone, said, Abraham, I will die to make sure that I keep this covenant, both your part and mine. You see, God in his great love and mercy knows that we are weak, but he is strong. And what we cannot do, God does. He gives us what we do not deserve. You and I fail the Lord miserably over and over. Even though we say, I'll never do that again, I'll never think that again, we do it over and over again. And things that we should do, that we know to do, we fail to do. No, we're weak in every sense of the word, but our God is strong and mighty, and he's able to perform that which he promised that he would. And this is why the Apostle Paul picked up on this many times in the New Testament, one of which is in the book of Philippians chapter 1 and verse 6, where he says, what God has begun, the good work of salvation, he will complete in us until the day of Jesus Christ. And in the closing hours of the life of the Apostle Paul, he told his young son Timothy in the faith that I believe I am most assured that what I have committed unto God, he is able to keep and fulfill until the very end. We're on the way. This is Tony Crisp. Thanks for listening to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions. Email your questions to questions at TonyCrisp.org. Then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast. That's questions at TonyCrisp.org. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day on the way.